across the street. Stand by. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Broadcasting here from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida, I'm your host, Louisa Barton. My co-host running late. Paulette Stout, she's still using the hour change as her excuse. I'm saying, it's been several days, Paulette. It's time to move on. (laughs) Very sadly, uh, war emblem unexpectedly passed away at Old Friends in Kentucky. Michael Blowen said that the farm will recover, but it will never be the same. War emblem, the 2002 Kentucky Derby and Preakness winner, died at the age of 21. Prayers to all connected there. Very sad. He had an amazing start here uh, in his training in Ocala. Uh, Also very sadly and um, shocking in the news uh, this week, more than two dozen people involved in the horse racing industry have been indicted for taking part in a scheme to give racehorse performance-enhancing drugs to help them win races around the world, federal prosecutors announced on Monday. Uh, One of the defendants is trainer Jason Service, who prosecutors say doped horses. Uh, The colt that crossed the finish line first at the Kentucky Derby maximum security was disqualified for interference. Last month, he won the $10 million inaugural Saudi Cup. Um, Certainly, any horses that um, have been hurt or have um, over-exceeded their abilities and therefore been hurt due to this saddens me as a horse lover more than anything. However, I'm reminded constantly and daily that there are so many people in the racing industry that I love dearly, that are very good friends of mine and that are very good people. And I've been behind the scenes with so many of these people. um, To say that there are not bad apples in every sport and every industry would be very dishonest. However, the majority are still wonderful, hardworking folks who get up at crazy, ridiculous hours in the morning to get a racehorse ready for the track. And horses, yes, they do love to run, As soon as they can walk on their spindly little legs, they're running across the field. When the jockey becomes separated in a race, they run the rest of the race and sometimes try and go a couple more times around. Horses love to run. There's nothing cruel about horse racing. Um, It is very sad when people do things uh, that are not legal. And, of course, we'll wait and see uh, what the outcome of this is. There is no convictions yet. Uh, This is all indictments at this point. Um, Everybody's innocent until proven guilty, and we'll wait for the the outcome of that. But we are very, very saddened by anything that um, affects the safety of our horses, their jockeys, um, and anything that affects these horses that so many people have put so many hours of work and time in um, for any lives lost on the track due to this behavior um, saddens me terribly. Um, but we'll, we'll certainly continue to follow this story, share with you uh, on Facebook and other social media outlets as those um, outcomes become more evident and, of course, on the show. Laura Graves, Olympic and World Games medal-winning partner, Verdades, will take 
uh, two public appearances at the 2020 FEI World Cup Finals in Las Vegas, April 15 to 19. Diddy will headline the Devaku Dressage Showcase on Friday afternoon, April 17th, and then have his official retirement ceremony on Saturday evening during the intermission of the Grand Prix Freestyle. Uh, we'll be uh, sad to see Diddy not competing anymore, but I know he'll be still followed by all of those that love him. Uh, March 5th, a high court in England released a fact-finding judgment confirming that Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, ruler of Dubai and noted endurance athlete, had held two of his daughters in the country against their will and threatened his former wife, Princess Haya bin Hussein, who was the FEI president from 2006 to 2014. The FEI has cancelled the in-person FEI sports forum scheduled to take place April 6th and 7th in Switzerland amid fears of the spread of the dreadful novel coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Uh, Time-sensitive portions of the sports forum, including sessions on the FEI anti-doping rules and the 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games, will take place online. Uh, the coronavirus, of course, is going a, a crazy. I'm not sure if it's a media pandemic or a uh, virus pandemic. But here in Ocala, it's a toilet paper virus. Apparently, everybody thinks they need to buy us out of toilet paper. A little bit worrying. The U.S. Uh, Equestrian Federation is now accepting nominations for the position of president, for which the term will begin January 2021 and continue through January 2025. The nomination committee began accepting nominations March 3rd. Uh, so we'll be watching that and uh, letting you go know as that progresses. Interestingly enough, strategically placed microchip readers could be used to monitor body temperatures in horses, a recent study has shown. Monitoring rectal temperature is a useful technique to identify early signs of any kind of respiratory disease. However, it's labor intensive and time consuming and also presents a significant risk to the operator, especially in young stock. Anytime you're around the back of a young horse, there are some concerns. Some microchips, as well as carrying an identification code, can successfully measure body temperature. Researchers in Texas are overwhelmed by the interest into exploring the potential benefits of horses using CBD derived from hemp. Personally, my horses and my dog I uh, use a very good product here, uh, Leslie and Jay Ginsberg, uh, with their Eden Herbal Naturals. Um, I love their CBD products, they're excellent. CBD has been used successfully uh, with arthritis and anxiety. It's been quite successful for cribbers. Nothing else had worked for these cribbers and the CBD uh, seems to be quite effective. Uh, it's a non-psychoactive cannabinoid found in hemp and marijuana. And it is the THC in marijuana that's mainly responsible for the drug's psychoactive properties whereas its levels in hemp are very low. And it's been confirmed that CBD does benefit horses in these studies, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes next. So we'll watch that study and uh, report back, but I can tell you from personal experience, uh, it's been very effective. Um, interestingly enough, uh, we're coming up after this, and we're going to be chatting to some students from CF, from the college, that does the equine associates and bachelor's degree here in the horse capital. Going to be chatting a little bit about an event that they have coming up. We had a very exciting weekend, of course, at Live Oak International and uh, the horse capital parade down downtown with about 20,000 people in attendance in our downtown square, over 80 horses. 
quite chaotic, of course, behind the scenes for us, but an incredible experience for spectators. The feedback has been tremendous that the event was incredible. It was not affected by the coronavirus because here in the horse capital of the world, you can't keep these people home. They're going to come out and see the horses. So it was a wonderful event, uh, very exciting, and we'll be sharing more of that with you later, plus an interview with Chester Webber. We've got Jessica Lynn on the show later talking about some natural therapies for coronavirus, and we're going to have Dr. Adam Kayot with us as well, pre-recorded interview we did with him about uh, some of the drugs mentioned in the alleged cases uh, of the racehorses. So that'll be interesting as well. Wrapping it up with Paulette Stout, who's going to tell us about her new project. So I'm excited to see her here pretty soon. We'll be back after this break. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay. show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the horse talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. 
This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 through the health of your horses, dogs and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by Seminal Feed Stores, family owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminal Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminalFeed.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you, Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Button. In the studio, I've got some special guests, some CF equine students, Gigi Rosado and Lauren Bandy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank, thank you for having us. We're going to pop a little poster up here on the screen for you. We've got a special event coming up. Um, we're going to have an equine education day, correct? Yes, that's correct. Wonderful. So tell us who's putting on the event and what is it all about? So the event is going to be hosted by the um, CF's capstone class, which involves us and a few other girls too. And we are um, organizing, marketing, and teaching the whole um, the whole event that is going to be started at um, 8.30 and it's going to be till 4 o'clock and it's going to be highlighting everything that we've learned throughout our entire degrees. Wonderful. So is it yeah. just the two of you or is there a whole class involved? There's the a whole capstone class. class. The whole class. So far, it's been ten, 10 of us in the class, and we have recruited other students from the other classes that aren't in the capstone quite yet. They will be helping us as well. Really? Wonderful. Yeah. So it's kind of like getting them getting them prepared. Yes. Yeah. Um, what kind of topics do you cover for this? For now, right now, we have morning outdoor topics, which is going to be hay quality, horse trailer safety, mechanical trailer safety, and difficult horses, how to handle them. And they're all going to be outside on the farm. That's it's going to have a trailer, you know, yeah. I have a student It's going to demonstrate all of, you know, the safety that required for the road. And then in the afternoon, we're going to also have some workshops indoors in the classrooms, and they're going to be neurological issues, colic, Florida common wounds, and also, <coughs> excuse me, should have had your water. <laughs> <laughs> um, equine back pain. So really? that's another thing. And those scenarios are going to be in an I found. Kind of like if you walk into a barn and you see your horse in a certain situation. And we're going to help you backtrack the symptoms and then learn how to prevent them in the future. How wonderful. Yes. That's covering a lot of the important stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so when is this when is this happening? It's going to be on April 11th, um, right before Easter. And mm -hmm. registration is going to start at 8:30, and then the educational topics will be at nine o'clock. Incredible. And until four. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And why do you think this is so important? Well, 
not only this will showcase the you know the knowledge that we have acquired throughout their education while we're at CF, but this will also help out any new new people who are into the the field of equine. Whether you know, no matter what level of experience they have, there's always something new to learn, and that's one of the things that we want to drive home. Is you, no matter where you are in the equine equine industry, you always can learn something new. And it's again, it's again, it just shows us, you know, but how wonderful to showcase everything yeah. you've. Yes you've learned you right. know who do you think should be attending this and why would they benefit obviously uh, you know a lot of experience that you've gained right um, and then the people up and coming to get kind of a pre look glimpse mm -hmm. yeah well um, anybody who's really into horses is will definitely um, gain anything from from this event um, but we're mainly showcasing you know all the equine people in Marion and surrounding counties and um, new people that are coming into the equine industry too will definitely benefit from it wonderful how do people um, register there's two ways you can register. So far we do have a website where you can go log in and it is at cf.edu backslash equine education and you can pay online in advance for $40 or you can pay at the door for $50. But there's limited seating. It's only 50 people we yes. can uh, you know, accommodate. So you could so run out. Yes, so we could, we could run, run out. out. So it's best to go online right now and get your tickets. <laughs> Wonderful. And I think we have the poster um, which we can put up here for you as well. Um, what about lunch? Do people need to bring their own? No. No. Lunch, is lunch will be provided. And then we'll also have um, some breakfast stuff and then snacks as well. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Snacks are good. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about the equine bachelor's degree. Well, the equine bachelor's degree is a, basically a follow-up from the two other degrees that CF has available, which is uh, applied science in and exercise, phys physiology. physiology or yeah. equine management. And both of those can lead into that if you choose to go ahead and progress your, you know, progress your education. And though the bachelor's combines the technical side that you learn in the AS degree along with the management side that you kind of, you know, more of an advanced level. And this program is supposed to help the few us future students to be basically the movers and shakers of the in, you know equine industry the future yes. you know to continue it and progress it into further you know continue it. So where are you guys in your um, we've got the poster on, yeah. here on the screen here uh, April 11th 8:30 to 4 yes. they're at the CF Vintage Farm campus mm -hmm. which is 4020 Southeast Third Avenue it's an incredible campus I've oh, visited several times it's beautiful and I love it so you guys are where in your in your education. For me, I am currently towards at least one semester off, so mm -hmm. I will be, fingers crossed, graduating <laughs> in the fall of this year, and then from there, wherever life takes me, I suppose, and you know, somewhere hopefully within the equine industry, hopefully at WEC. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Everybody wants to be at WEC. We're hoping to be there. Yes, exactly. That's, yes. that's our main goal. So I am fairly, fairly close to graduating with my BAS degree. Yes, and I'm, I'm in the exact same spot. I have four classes left and then I'm done. So other than yes. REC, what kind of sample jobs do you think there are out there? Well, it depends on where you want to go. So if right. you just stop at the AS degree which with the exercise of physiology, this is where you can get into the performance horses. So you're more dealing with the horses directly kind of thing. So you can either be an equine you know, massage or you know, test out running on the track, breezing kind of things like that, but mostly you know, working on a farm. 
And same thing with the AS degree in the management side, you're going to be mostly doing a bar yeah. managing kind of thing. So, yeah. or you can also combine it into real, real tail, like, you know, tax shacks and right. stuff like that, yeah. you know. And hey, listen, mm -hmm. I spent yeah. my seven years at tax shacks. Yeah. Yeah. I learned a lot. I met everybody. It was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, you know, there's so many avenues that you can take within the equine industry because yeah. there's so many opportunities that one can take. So these degrees, including the BAS, can take you anywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Incredible. And being in Ocala definitely helps. Yes. It does. <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, there's there's the opportunity. Once you take the CF degree, yes. you've got to stay here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys ride in the program? Do you have any horses? We do have a couple horses on the farm, and those are teaching horses. They do board there, so they're not donated or anything like that. But we only have enough room for those, those two, so please, so please, no more horses. <laughs> but as far as riding, we do not ride, but we do have opportunities within the networking of the students and yeah. the college and also with the surrounding communities to have the opportunity to ride if you either want to learn or continue advancing your discipline. Right, <laughs> that makes sense, because right. everybody, we're all so connected, yes. aren't mm -hmm. we? And we're always networking, and yes. someone's always got horses. Someone's always saying to me, go ride with me, go yeah. ride with me. Like, yeah, yeah. So how did the college acquire um, Vintage Farm? Well, Vintage Farm was actually donated by um, a private um, a, oh, a private, private developer, <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and he really was into um, agri the agricultural side of it and really wanted to, um, he really donated it for the farm to table concepts, you know, and for like the agri-technology. And so the agribusiness um, de uh, degree also goes there too. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot of testing and all that kind of stuff out there. Um, I think it's really important that yes. we give our farming, you know, a a boost right. for the next yeah. generation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Without farmers, we don't eat. <laughs> exactly. Right. <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so just a quick, um, quick bit of information. You can do online registry for this course on April 11th. Mm -hmm. um, you can reach out to Dr. Ju Dr. Judy Downer, 352-854-2322, and that's extension 1220, or mm -hmm. Downer, D-O-W-N-E-R-J, at cf.edu. Um, and you can also reach out to Bailey McClellan, uh, Murphy BA at patriots.cf.edu. So there's a couple ways of reaching out. Um, the poster is up on the screen for you if you're watching on Facebook. Um, very important mm -hmm. topics concerning, uh, concerning horses. I think this is a great course for anybody to take as a refresher or as a new student or as just an interested uh, person in the horse world. Mm -hmm. So fantastic equine education. Thank you so much to both of you for Thank being you. here. Thank you. Uh, Gigi and Lauren for <laughs> being with us from CF. We appreciate it. <laughs> we are going to go to break. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus our hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. 
This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, here in the horse capital of the world, uh, with one of the wonderful vets uh, from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital here with Dr. Adam Kayot. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Trainers Jorge Navarro and Jason Service, among 27 people totally, have been indicted on federal charges this week in connection with the use of performance-enhancing drugs, or PEDs, on their racehorses. We're not going to get too much into any of that legality. Uh, obviously, everybody's innocent until proven guilty, and all of this will be dealt with uh, legally in our court system. The reason I asked Dr. Adam Kayot to be here this week is we would like to understand, and I'm getting a lot of messages and questions, so I want to make sure we're getting accurate facts out there about exactly what is included in this case and what the alleged drugs are. Dr. Kayot, um, PEDs, as they're referred to, or performance-enhancing drugs, can you tell us a little bit about what that includes and what they do? Well, it, it includes anything that any medication, any supplement that um, can increase the performance of the athlete above what normal training can do. Um, you know, anabolic steroids are the gold, you know, are the, are the thing everybody, you know, knows about or has talked about for years. Chemistry is always trying to find um, a different avenue to take. Um, people are always trying to get an advantage, whether that be in 
in sport any or sport. In, any sport exactly <laughs> right. any sport or just you know generally in in um, everyday life you know those those medications have a place they have a place um, in you know in medicine not to be used to gain an advantage in an athletic event whether that be for humans horses dogs whatever so what is a performing enhancing drug a performance enhancing drug is anything that aids that let's say horse in this instance to perform higher or better than it naturally would with normal training um, and and any of those things fall under that category and and regulatory bodies are always chasing they're always chasing the next thing the next um, you know what's next, coming down what's the pipeline coming down that the people pipeline are going to try, people right? are gonna try you know? what does the word adulterated added to that PED mean well that's 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 the the question so a, a, a when you adulterate a drug Adulterated drug is any drug that is used without FDA approval, that has been um, mislabeled, misrepresented, not labeled, or changed in any manner other than what is specified on the label. These medicines that are in this particular um, topic that those things were done. Uh, I don't know to what extent they were done, but um, those medicines were adulterated. And that is a legal word in, in, in the pharmaceutical industry as it relates to laws, you know, per state or per the, per the, per the nation. Generally, it's gonna be under the state, but. Um, so any drug that falls that that happens to is technically adulterated. That's why when, you know, um, you, that's why when you get a medication from your veterinarian, it's going to have on there what's in there, mm -hmm. what milligram what it is, it for, what right? you use it for, the dosage, you know, all that stuff, expiration date, all that stuff has to be on there. Otherwise, that drug is adulterated. If you take, let's just say, a butte pill out of the bottle and you put it in that water bottle over there that's empty, and you try to give that to somebody else, that butte pill's adulterated. Yeah. okay. Okay, because yeah. it's not in a properly labeled a bottle, bottle. With the usage. That's right. So right. when you go to the pharmacy, they give you a little bottle of whatever medicine mm -hmm. you get, but it comes from a big bottle. But on that little bottle, it's labeled what it is, everything. So that maintains the unadulteration obviously of safety the drug. purposes so you don't go and grab that and think it's a Tylenol absolutely. or something that's absolutely. obviously absolutely <laughs> there's a reason for absolutely. that absolutely what do PEDs obviously they enhance performance what is what are the risks with that and are there risks obviously it seems to me I'm no veterinarian that's why I have you here um, but are there risks that if a PED is used and used incorrectly that a horse could feel more comfortable than it actually may be if there is an underlying problem of lameness or pain that it would make the horse feel better so therefore it might run faster than it perhaps should Ye yes it's possible that that can happen um, PEDs can typically 
move the body to a place beyond what it can handle, whether that be musculature, bony structure, or outright endurance or performance. PEDs help with recovery. They, they stimulate growth of bone, of blood vessels, of, you know, and, and help with muscle recovery and muscle growth. We all know about the weightlifters and that sort of thing that have used anabolic steroids and they get huge. And, and of course, you know, um, the, um, you know the, the problem with Major League Baseball that people have heard about and all that stuff and, and the injuries that, that can occur from that. Certainly, if you are asking an animal to perform past what its body can handle, there will be risk for injury and sometimes catastrophic injury. The word blood blocker or blood builder has been used a lot. Can you explain what that purpose is? Well, <laughs> is that connected to the PED? Well, it can be. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, you know, erythropoietin is, is a, a, a medicine, a hormone that stimulates the body to produce ex excess red blood cells. If you have more, more red blood cells, your body can carry oxygen more efficiently okay. because the red blood cells carry the oxygen to all the tissues. So if you if you have um, if you have more oxygen carrying capacity, then you are theoretically should be able to perform more than a, than some another horse or, or another person. Giving you an advantage. Giving you an advantage. Interesting side note. That's why a lot of human athletes train at altitude. So if you train at altitude, say in Colorado or whatever, it's kind of amazing that our Olympic facility is there. <laughs> but if you train at altitude, your body adjusts to that because there's less oxygen in the air. Your body naturally starts to produce more red blood cells because it needs more red blood cells to carry as much oxygen as it can. Then those athletes go and they perform at sea level in Miami Theoretically, they should do better than somebody that didn't do that. Um, you're trying to, obviously, all horses can't train at altitude in Colorado. <laughs> so people try to devise a way, hey, let's see if this can happen. There are performance enhancing drugs that increase that, uh, increase the, the red blood cell count. The problem with that is then it overloads the heart. Heart has to work harder if it's not done over a, a period over of time period. where where the Correct. you know where the the heart can adjust and get stronger and that sort of thing. On that note, hold on one sec. Uh, we've got to take a very short break, but coming right back with Dr. K, I've got a lot more questions for him, as I'm sure you do. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. 
Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, broadcast, broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I rarely have a problem talking. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith. We've been talking a little bit about the alleged charges against 27 racing trainers, including some veterinarians and, uh, and pharmacists as well, sadly. Um, uh, we hope that none of this had anything to do with any horses whose lives were lost. Um, sadly, those connections uh, may appear to be true when this is all said and done, and that's uh, very upsetting to us horse lovers and certainly to our veterinarians uh, who are uh, running incredible operations for the betterment and health of our horses. So um, we've been talking to Dr. Kayot a little bit about PEDs and, uh, and blood blockers and analgesics. Um, Dr. Kayot, we've been talking a little bit about some of these things that have been used, and SGF-1000 is something that's been referred to a lot. Is that something that you're familiar with? Um, personally, I've never used it. Um, <laughs> I've heard of it, but I've, I haven't used the product. Um, so I can't talk a lot on, you know, what it does. I've, I've read about it, but I don't, I've never personally used it. So it's so for growth factors, including fibroblast growth factor and HEPA, hepatocyte growth factor. <laughs> I don't even know if I said that right. Um, thank you. To improve tissue repair and increase stamina. So something like this, a product like this, would be used to help a horse to have the edge as far as stamina goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true. So um, <clears throat> SGF 1000, um, is marketed as a aid to recovery from trainer or, or from training and it is um, uh, it has amino acids which the which your muscles need um, to recover from from training so it it's marketed as an aid to do that um, the hematocyte deal is is hematocyte is another word for red blood cell so it's, it does the same thing as I was speaking before uh, erythropoietin. It increases the red blood cell count or it stimulates the body to produce that. And it also, it does things similarly to an anabolic steroid. Helps uh, muscle recovery, increases um, blood flow and the ability for you know, new, new blood pathway growth, so, so to speak. Um, it can strengthen bone and enlarge bone that's um, been found to do, be able to do that. It acts like an anabolic steroid. Um, obviously, that's concerning in an athletic event, you know, and um, it's always hard to monitor that stuff, you know. Right. Now, as far as those things being undetectable um, on tests, um, is that because they've never been 
the knowledge of them ever being used maybe has never really been out there? Or is it just something that would never show up on a test? Well, it, it depends on the test, you know. Um, drug test when when screening when, may change when now right are <laughs> i mean th it's always you're it's always evolving you know that's what i was trying to get into at the, at the first segment was that you know we're always chasing the next you know thing that's coming down the pipeline that people that are, are people yes. trying to use as an advantage and you know and it takes a lot of time because there are certain things that help an athlete recover and they and that's perfectly fine and there's okay you know, that's okay. Where it crosses the line is when it pr promotes enhanced performance, okay? The performance enhancing that's element That's where of the it. concern that's is. That's where it com comes, you know? I mean, um, certainly horses given electrolytes and that sort of thing help them recover right. after, uh, after a hard workout. But they aren't necessarily going to make a claiming horse in into a, a, a snake swinner. <laughs> right, yes, and, makes sense. And, um, you know, these, these performance-enhancing drugs have the ability to do that. Right. And, and, and that's where, the, that's where the, the part that, if this particular case is, is convicted, that's where the illegal part that's would right. come in because that's the right. horse would be given an advantage from, right. from something it that's was right. given. So that makes sense. Um, red acid is referred to several times in this. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, no. um, red acid, I've heard. Uh, it's kind of an old time, you know, drug. I've never used it. <laughs> I don't know a lot about it myself, so I probably can't talk about it too much. And, and then s the devil, which is designed to hide illegal drugs. I'm not familiar with that either. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, Post-race or out of competition drug tests, I'm not even sure what that is. What is EPO? That is erythropoietin. That's okay. another name for erythropoietin, which is, which is the you know, red blood cell um, ah, got it. maker okay. in the okay. body. Yeah. And, and is that a masking substance? No, that no. won't mask anything. That no, shouldn't okay. mask anything. Um, it, it just promotes the body to produce more red blood cells. I see. Okay. So basically, um, anything that would give the horse the upper hand on another horse that doesn't come through the natural process of training would be considered an unfair advantage and possibly, and we don't know in any of these cases conclusively, but could possibly give the horse enough extra drive, extra energy, extra fitness what it, to Absolutely. do maybe more than it possibly should be. Therefore, yes. there is a risk of more likely to have a broken, possibly a broken bone or a heart attack or something if that was the case. That's true. So those are really the big two big concerns, mm -hmm. is having the upper hand on another horse that didn't have that or putting the horse more at risk of being hurt from either a broken bone or a heart attack because of that. That's right. Perhaps the horse really didn't have it in him to do that, but he might think he does. Right. Sort of like me having an energy drink in the morning. <laughs> Thinking, oh, a really, really good cup of British tea. Uh, it makes me feel like I can get through the day, that's right. right? Yeah, that's right. Um, any other real serious concerns from the veterinarian's perspective looking at an alleged case like this um, out there? Obviously, there's always the concern where there's any professionals who you know, clearly should have ethics mm -hmm. um, as their uh, utmost concern. Um, 
any other real, uh, anything that comes across that really the public needs to understand or know from a veterinarian's perspective? Well, I think what the public needs to understand and know is there are, there are some bad apples in any walk of life. Correct. The greater majority, the overwhelming majority of veterinarians, whether it be horse veterinarians or cow veterinarians or your dog and cat veterinarian, we care about animals and we want to do the best for them and their owners. And we, we, we appreciate that bond. We understand that love and you know it's disappointing when you hear of bad apples that maybe aren't doing um, what what the industry standard expects of us and so um, you know but you have it doesn't matter your walk of life there's bad doctors there's bad lawyers there's bad radio hosts <laughs> No, <laughs> but my point is, is that my yeah. point is, is that you know the overwhelming majority of, of veterinarians, uh, we care about that human animal bond. That's why you do it. Yeah, and 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 speaking actually from that perspective, um, veterinarians for the most part start out with the absolute grind. I know they come out of school with sometimes a lot of debt, and they work. Terrible hours up all night on call from, you know, us high maintenance clients that are worried. Uh, mm -hmm. it, there's a lot of work and it's a ladder to climb and, and, it, and it is sometimes you're on call and holidays and weekends and nights and it's hard work. So, um, you know, I think for the trainers, the, the racehorse trainers and the veterinarians, the majority are wonderful people. I have many dear friends who start horses here in Ocala, some of the best in the world. I've been behind the scenes in the barns at the racetracks and arrived with regular carrots and had them taken off me and being given baby peeled organic carrots. No, this is what they get. Um, the majority of our racehorse trainers, starting right from here in Ocala all the way to the track, are wonderful people. Same with our veterinarians. I believe it's a real labor of love. Mm -hmm. early mornings, late nights, on call, and, uh, and so I believe you're absolutely right, but you're right, there are bad apples in everything, and sadly, if this case comes up as a, a conviction and the alleged uh, charges are correct, then it is a very sad state of affairs, but it is the minority, we know that. So, Dr. Kayot, thank you so much um, for enlightening us on what some of these things mean, and we'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes, presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital.
Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This past weekend was one of the most exciting weekends that downtown Ocala has ever seen. It was the Horse Capital Parade presented by Live Oak International. We're going to be sharing some clips with you on Facebook now. If you're on the radio with us, you're going to hear the audio part but not see the visual part. Here it is. So an exciting weekend behind the scenes. Um, certainly a cluster, you know, for me. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but uh, nobody saw the things I saw, you know, yeah. which was putting out fires the entire time. But incredible. Talk about some amazing horse people. Um, really uh, incredible. Over 80 horses downtown with 20,000 people. Uh, can you absolutely imagine the um, madness and mayhem of it all? Yeah. But it was just amazing. And you want to talk about people going all out. I mean, wow. all out to uh, to show how wonderful their horses are. That's a Mustang. Um, she actually wins a lot of the Mustang makeovers yeah, she was and here, challenges. She? Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But everybody went all out to make their horses look fantastic to show people the diversity of breeds that we actually have here in this magic. The little one. <laughs> that, is that the one that goes into the hospital? Yes, that's yeah, the, the little the, mini. The gentle carousel miniature therapy horse. What the, yeah. What's the name of that one? That's Magic. Magic. Um, there's Magic and Moonshadow, and, and everybody loved, loved, loved seeing the miniatures. And of course, the Budweiser, Budweiser Clydesdales are a legendary, yeah. iconic mm -hmm. um, hit. And, uh, and I actually, I've got to do a shout out for Entercom communications for 97.3 the sky and ktk and mm -hmm. gator country because um they're they're the radio stations that we advertise this event through mm -hmm. and they did um they did all of our digital media um advertising as well and served it up to a number of different places but i'm telling you um uh they did an incredible job and actually tax shack of ocala where i stopped at yesterday said that everybody that stopped at tax shack of ocala mentioned the parade yes they were on their way from live oak international yeah. to the parade yeah so it worked because um, Entercom was serving up yeah. the digital to mm -hmm. Live Oak International. Mm -hmm. So everybody who went to Live Oak International got served up with the digital. Mm -hmm. And they did such a phenomenal job because people were passing through Northwest Ocala coming our way and they all came. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't believe it. The numbers, um, considering the media hype of the coronavirus mm -hmm. and considering the fact the Strawberry Festival was going on and mm -hmm. Live Oak International was going on, having this number of people mm -hmm. in the downtown and to be able event. to see the, the Budweiser Clydesdales being hooked. Yes, being all harnessed mm -hmm. up. And mm -hmm. can you believe that they harnessed that team, harnessed those horses up On in 45 minutes? Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. and there's Mary, or maybe that's Lily. I get them confused because they're both white with black spots. Mm -hmm. But Mary and Lily, the Dalmatian's incredible. But look at that iconic, legendary experience. Mm -hmm. In There's the good there's old the, historic yeah. stagecoach. There they are. I love them. They were the hit. They did two hours of free rides for people around the square wow. we had a meet a horse make a friend zone look there's tom james mm -hmm. uh, he's like i gotta take pictures 
Tom thought it was incredible. He always has an amazing experience. He gave me a standing ovation in our meeting on Monday morning. Awesome. He stood up and that was nice. That blessed me because I love to feel like all that work was, you know, for something. Uh, because we certainly did work really hard. It was a lot of, of A lot effort. of planning, a lot of putting together, oh, God, a lot of making no the organization, yes. getting everybody in order and everybody in oh, line. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. And mm -hmm. the, in the vendor village, we had the meet a horse, make a friend zone, which mm -hmm. was wonderful. We also had um, the polo people came and brought the big fake polo horse to mm -hmm. teach people how to um, how to play polo. Cowboy Church. Yes, they were our flag bar uh, bearers, and they came up. and I didn't know they were going to do um, roping and music and on music. the way. Awesome. But that was super little addition yes. um, to for mm -hmm. people to watch. So mm -hmm. really fantastic. The carts and carriages were amazing. Um, the Budweiser Clydesdales, of course, there's Chester Webber. And that's the an most eight, eight horse hitch. Yeah, that's the most decorated driver in the United States of America sitting up there beside the, um, the Clydesdale handlers and driver, mm -hmm. um, Chester Webber, who rode the uh, grand finale and got to see everybody. Incredible. Yeah. And after that, I got a few moments to speak to Chester Webber himself. Here's the interview. I'm Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show here with the most decorated driver in the United States of America, Chester Webber. Behind us, the Budweiser Clydesdales. You can't beat that combination. Going to chat a little bit to Chester about this weekend. Very exciting, March 5th to the 8th, Live Oak International. The most exciting equestrian event in the world, in my opinion. And in the USA, the only place that you can see the prestigious four-in-hand driving and Grand Prix equestrians competing in the same weekend and some of the best of the best. It's a very, very exciting weekend. In my opinion, it's the most non-horse person friendly event in the world. I'm going to take it over to Chester here and ask him about this weekend and this exciting competition. Chester, lovely to have you back with us. Tell us a bit about this weekend. Um, so we've uh, had a lot, lot uh, you're sort of in the midst of a long weekend of uh, sport at Live Oak International. Um, fantastic, uh, you know, like you said, it's a show jumping and carriage driving event. Uh, this year we have the Budweiser Clydesdales and the Unliving Percherons. Pasifino exhibition as well. Uh, Kids Zone from Advent Health. Um, you know, a beer, uh, beer and uh, bratwurst garden. There's, there's just lots of fun for the whole family out uh, at the Live Oak International, and uh, you can. Uh, catch uh, exciting sport as well tomorrow is the pre prestigious uh, Longines World Cup qualifier and show jumping uh, that's contested people are trying to uh, vie for their uh, their the last spots here to go to the World Cup final in Las Vegas in three weeks and uh, we're also I think we have six US national driving championships uh, being contested of which one I'm uh, involved in and you're vying for your 17th championship right Yes, I am. It's uh, we're we're on our way. We're sitting with a pole position, going into tomorrow uh, with a good a, a good healthy lead, um, and um, the horses are actually usually pr pretty good on Sunday. So uh, they were fantastic today. They just uh, some some days it just all works well, and uh, it was humbling to sit behind him. So tell us about Julius, the new horse. Yeah, so Julius is a, a six-year-old horse new to the program. Um, he's been with me since he's three and a half. Uh, fantastic horse. I used him in the right lead and dressage. He'll be in the right wheel tomorrow. Um, and uh, he's coming into a great horse. I left him out of the uh, marathon team today. It was just I knew it was going to be a lot of atmosphere for a youngster. And I always try and uh, they say that uh, only one thing uh, 
good happens uh, or the only thing that happens with a horse quickly is not good so uh, you know everything needs to be slow and methodical and we're just building up his career and uh, I uh, but uh, he's, he's going to be a fantastic horse he has all the physical talent and uh, intelligence to, to be a, a real international star. That's wonderful. So tell us a little bit about the uh, Horse Capital Parade presented by Live Oak International here downtown in Ocala. You know, it's such a wonderful way to take uh, a horse event to the to the to the city. Really, um, it's it's the only way we can showcase uh, you know horses to the entire Ocala community, the people who live downtown who aren't horsey, uh, and it's w wonderful. They, you know, they all um, for various reasons, whether it's 225A or whatever, the uh, the attraction of oak trees and horse farms brings people to uh, Ocala and Marion County. But um, you know, many of them aren't horse people, so it's it's so much fun to come downtown and see everybody uh, with the sort of the flourishing downtown atmosphere sitting on you know restaurant terraces and a few deep around the square uh, all watching the parade and wonderful uh, different varieties of horses it's it's a it's a great event and um, for horse lover and non-horse lover alike. Absolutely, isn't it wonderful? I think that Live Oak International couples so well with the parade because I think Live Oak International is the most welcoming event to non-horse people. Can you tell us about some of the things? It's in its 30th year, but some of the things that the families can do out there if they're not horse people just to enjoy themselves. Yeah, so I, you know, I have uh, two little boys. Uh, one is uh, two and a half, and the other one is uh, you know five and a half or something like that. And uh, they have so much fun at the kid zone. There's you know bounce houses. That's uh, Advent Health brings us you know lots of kids toys, and uh, they have so much fun. There are trees to climb on and all sorts of uh, nice things, places to run around for little kids. And um, the other thing is the showgrounds is really um, accessible for the older older folks as well. We have uh, golf cart shuttles that'll pick up people from their cars and uh, and really bring them up to right next to the stadium. That's really nice. A bunch of fantastic food trucks and food vendors. Um, you can find food from from really all over. Um, lots of lots of fun to be had, and you can have a Budweiser beer there as well. <laughs> That's a good thing, Chester. One little tip for up and coming drivers. You're the the most decorated driver in the United States of America. Up and coming young people. I might not be super young, but I'm learning to drive. Uh, any tips? Uh, winners train, losers complain. I like it. Thank you very much, Chester. Uh, Chester Weber, the most decorated driver in the United States of America. His event, him and his sister, Juliet Reed, put together the most incredible event this weekend in the horse capital of the world. Something that you can't see anywhere else in the United States of America. You need to be out there. You can visit the Budweiser Clydesdales, fantastic vendor village, top equestrians in the Grand Prix tomorrow. Certainly worth being out there. It's a very, very exciting time to be in the horse capital of the world. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. 
This show is brought to you in part by Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tax Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Hay. They're our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Bringing to you our holistic horse segment. Uh, thank you to Earth Song Ranch, Jessica Lynn, and Summit Joint Performance uh, for this segment. We're going to chat a little bit uh, about coronavirus. And uh, interestingly enough, we covered that with uh, Dr. Adam Kayot a little bit in a pre-recorded segment today and talked a little bit about the horse version of that. And we'll be airing that for you next week. But I want to talk about whatever you do with your veterinarian, how you can complement that with some nice natural healing methods. And Jessica Lynn is an expert in that. I have Paulette Stout here in the studio with me, my co-host. And Jessica Lynn is joining us by phone from California. Jessica, welcome back to the show. Um, thank you. And we had um, three farms last year quarantine because of the horses coming down with the coronavirus. Really? And yes, we did. And our vet had to take changes of clothes and as she left each place, she'd have to take them and put them in a garbage bag and bleach everything when she got home. Really? And it was transferred from a dog vaccine and it mutated to the horses. It can, really? it can mutate. Yeah, it can mutate. It can change yep. forms. That's why, because I actually was talking to somebody just the other day, a friend of mine, about why is it such a big panic when there is a coronavirus, you know, mm -hmm. in, in horses? Why do we quarantine when it's just basically like cold symptoms? Um, and the, most of the time, the prognosis for horses with coronavirus is the recovery is very good. But I guess the, the, the quarantining part is because it can morph and because they don't yeah. know. Any virus what can, it can mutate. Any well, virus. And, and this one can right. mutate to a number of different yes. species. And that's mm -hmm. the, it's zoonotic in the, mm -hmm. in the fact that it can go to a, a bat or a horse or, a, mm -hmm. you know, depending on which mutation it is depends mm -hmm. on what it can go to but because it can morph to different species it becomes a problem a, a bigger problem and i guess that's why you know there's the mm -hmm. big toilet paper panic what is right. the deal I with the toilet paper that. <laughs> I don't understand you know what it's awful out here as well i mean you go to costco you go to walmart whatever there's no toilet paper paper towels clorox wipes um you name it they don't have it no bottled water can what? you explain the toilet paper to me? <laughs> no. I no, can't. okay. Nobody can explain my, the my toilet paper. Cousin, my cousin is an avocado grower. He's got huge groves. And so his wife thought, well, I'll go to Costco and get toilet paper. And she gets there and she can't get any. And she posts on Facebook. She was so angry. She says, am I supposed to send the kids to the grove and use avocado leaves? I don't know what the deal is with why, why, do people, why are people worried about not being able to wipe their asses? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Are you afraid if you get quarantined in your house that you have to wipe is it, the is it they're not? Are they not using toilet paper? Or what's the deal? I don't know what the deal is. I saw a meme on Facebook today and somebody was wrapped completely in toilet paper from head to toe. And, and, and it said, this is how Americans quarantine themselves. And then underneath, somebody put a picture of a horse's head wrapped in toilet paper and said, this is how we quarantine our horses. I'm like, oh, dear. So let's. I mean, it's like everyone's panicking, but there's nothing right now to panic about. No, not yet. No, no. I mean, honestly, and this is what I said earlier. I said if, if you're very old, very frail, or if you have a compromised immune system, then it would be very wise to not travel and to stay out of very crowded areas inside. You know, and and just to keep, just to protect yourself if you know you have a frail immune system or you have a, you know, another condition. I wonder if the people that end up with coronavirus, whether they have an antibody, the antibodies built up in their system that they are more immune to it. Interestingly enough, they do say that if you can get some of the person who had it (laughs) and injected into you, that you actually could then fight it better. They do say that. And you know what that's called, don't you? Yes. Homeopathy 101, yes. that's making a no-so. Also, horses carry an antibody in them that, in, that they used with SARS. They have not mm. verified yet whether that works with this particular one, but they said it did work with SARS, the antibody that horses have. So, interestingly huh. enough, don't get any ideas about anything, but, but yeah, that's, mm. the, that's the, the, one of the possibilities that, you know, you may be able to take some from a horse and, yes. you know, and that it might help you and hopefully you don't but start winning. the horse had to have been exposed to it to yes. have the antibodies. Yes. Like. Yes, so correct. not every horse is going to have that. Correct. So let's talk about what we can do um, obviously, we go back to the same thing always, which is a good, healthy immune system is going to do much better. So having your horse, uh, a good diet, uh, you know, good nutrition, good supplementation, those things mm-hmm. are very important um, to help keep your horse healthy. Um, what else, Jessica, can you do in addition well, the, to your veterinarian's care? Well, the thing is, like, you know, try to feed your horse the cleanest diet possible because a lot of the hay anymore has got drying agents on it. They've got Roundup sprayed in it, and that compromises the horse's immune systems and also causes Cushing's and metabolic disorders. But, you know, vitamin C is a must. Vitamin E is a must. Um, You know, you can do other things, too, like echinacea. Just add some cut and sifted, throw it in their bucket feed. You know, a couple times a week, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's things like that. It's common sense things. And you know, if you're in a boarding situation and you see a horse with a runny nose, keep your horse away from him. Yeah. Right. That you makes know? sense. I mean, how the coronavirus got spread up here, they they discovered, was from a farrier, and he tromped through the stuff and went from farm to farm. That, oh. You know, and farriers don't clean their uh, your rasps or anything, and it just spread. Uh, and there was, I think there was 25 or 30 horses involved. All of them were very sick. Nobody died. But, um, you know, probiotics and digestive enzymes are a must. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one of the things I've been selling for 21 years. I had a Cor- Cornell-educated PhD microbiologist um, formulate for me 21 years ago, and we're still going strong with that. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so, fantastic. Any other... Um, any other- different things that you mix together that are good for symptoms or good for immune immune system that you recommend? Yeah. I know you have some lovely mixes. 
Yeah, I have immune boost, and that's got golden seal and echinacea and all of the things that will boost a horse or a human even. You can put it in a capsule and take it yourself. Mm. I mean, all the, all the herbs are either wild-crafted or pretty much organic. Nice. But, um, I mean, I, we use the immune boost most often for horses with limes and with um, EPM right. to get them boosted back up so they can, you know, naturally fight those two things, too. Yes, actually, Sonny, I, I told you several, couple, what, couple yeah. months ago, was on that because he was not doing so well, and he's doing great again now. So, you yeah. know, maybe his immune system was... You know, we don't know, but maybe his immune system was for some reason compromised and um, we thought he might be choking. A number of things could have been wrong. Right, but right. whatever we did, it worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just kind of common sense things. My horses get organic, you know, feed. They get organic hay. They get vitamin E. They get, you know, the, the probiotics and the digestive enzymes daily. Knock wood. I mean, everyone's doing good and... Fantastic. You know, we just hope for the best, and we do the best we all can. We do. Um, Jessica, we've only got about 30 seconds left. Any last thing you want to add? No, just, I mean, just take care of your horses. Fresh water, the best hay you can afford, and exercise. Absolutely. There you go. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find Jessica on Facebook, Earth Song Ranch. You can also find her on the web, earthsongranch.com. She's happy to give you a consultation and answer any questions that you may have and you can order her products there too jessica thanks for joining us and we'll be talking to you, you soon thank you okay bye bye we'll be back in just a few minutes guess who i'm interviewing after this paulette's doubt my co-host she's got some exciting news to share with you we've got a couple of photos of a horse she recently got in we're going to show you as well stay with us on the horse talk show we'll be right back yeah. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I got their shirt on right here. We popped by to see them the other day, um, and um, Richard and Betsy were very kind to give me this, and I told them I want royal blue and hot pink next. I like that. I know, it's nice, isn't it? It's a lovely color. Looks good. Yeah, so anyway, we're going to um, interview my co-host, Paulette Stout, she's going to tell us a little bit about uh, a new horse she got in. Actually, we've got a couple of photos we can pop up on the screen here if you're watching on Facebook. And, um, and you can meet 
The new Sunny. horse? Sunny. That's my horse's yeah. name, but yours is S-O-N-N-Y. Mine's yeah. S-U-N-N-Y. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about Sunny. Well, Sonny came to me, and his registered name with the GVHS is Westmoreland's The Forgotten One. And there's a reason why he was named that way. is because he is a rescue that Levi Hemelrick from Alabama had gotten him and rescued him, conditioned him. And I guess she had him for about two years. And we have a foundation, uh, Joyce Christian and I, that's a 501c3. And it's for, it's called the Gypsy Vanner Horse Cobb Foundation. It's an educational foundation to be able to do some education. She'll be teaching. I'd be doing something with the on live horses. And one of the parts that we want to do with this foundation is to be able to have donated Gypsy Vanner horses that I would train to place into some sort of therapy or assisted riding type therapy program. And it would also, it would depend on what the horse can do, but, but it would be a donated project. So I'd be putting a lot of training into it to see how it would react, where it would fit, um, those sorts of things. But Sonny uh, came to me yesterday. Sonny's cute, by the way. Um, yeah, he I, really, if we have a photo, now we have so a couple of photos cute. of Sonny. Oh if we, God, can, uh, we can put those up, he's adorable. He's, he's how like, old is he? I think he's about five years old. About five? I think 2014 is when he was born. June, and uh, he's about 12, too. He's oh, as, he's little. Oh, he, he didn't look that little in the pictures. He is. He's a stocky little thing. I mean, he and his head and his ears, everything about him is is about as cute as could be. He's lovely. Yeah, and he was unloaded right in front of the chicken coop, so he didn't <laughs> seem to be very spooky. Everybody's making noise and flapping, <laughs> but but he did get clipped today. I bathed him and clipped him because he did come from Alabama and had a lot of hair on him. So and he was sweating, which would be expected yes, in Florida. Coming here, yeah. right. So what I will do is um, I will start to have this on the internet that people can follow his journey being trained and seeing what he can do. He's gonna tell me his story. I'm not gonna tell it for him. He's gonna tell me what he is and what he can do. But I'm gonna put him through all the different training, hopefully to, to ride and possibly to drive, do all the obstacle stuff, desensitizing, traveling, maybe visiting some places because of course he's gotta be desensitized to about everything that we can do and there he is. Oh, he's lovely. Look at his face. He's really, really cute. He's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, he's perfect. I mean, there, I can't, I cannot begin to say how perfect this little one to start this project. Um, it's very exciting. It's, it's a journey for me and for Joyce Christian. We don't know how it's all going to end up, but, and there's what he looked I like. I guess the picture that, that you took, you took it at an angle. I don't know if you well, took that. Well, now this picture was taken with Levi. This is the picture that she sent me and said, what do you think? I said, oh my God, he's perfect, Levi. I mean, I, he's as cute as can be. And what he looks like there is what he looks like. He's lovely. Yeah. But that's what made him look bigger is the angle. I think it's from coming up, you know, but he's, he's about 12 too. And, and so how long will this process take? Well, I'm going to take as long as I need to. So usually when you train horses, you always look at things at, at three-month intervals. Mm -hmm. So you're training the first month is just kind of getting to know and, and exposure, saddles, bridles, getting on, if, if that's the case, long lining. And then the second month, they're actually starting to learn and you're starting to do really, something really big with them. And then the third month, they're starting to be a horse you know, really turning into something, but they're still so fragile. So three months, I would say, and then we reassessed. 
you know, what, where is he going? How much can he do? And so three months, then maybe another three months to six months. So I'm going to take my time and I'm going to try to see what, what he can and can't do and do as much with him as possible so that when, when he is taken to whatever program he's going to go to, that a lot of the work is done. And how will you decide what program you want him to go to? How well, will that decision I, be made? I will probably contact some of the programs, even in the state of Florida. I'll start with that. And I'll see what it is that they do specifically because a lot of programs will have, some will do hippotherapy, some won't do hippotherapy, some will do, um, you know, autism. Um, they'll have specific students or, the, or, you know, they might specialize in something. And by that time I'll know, you know, how this horse reacts and what he can do. Some even have um, that, that some of the um, students actually show, you know, so, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but I will be interviewing and seeing where he would be the best placed for these and programs. And then follow his programs and then, from then on. Yeah, and then so what we're going to do is it's it's hard thing for people to be able to film therapeutic riding because it's, it's confidential. And what I'm hoping is that because of him and being able to educate the public on these therapies and, and the programs that are available, that they will go ahead and continue to put that on the internet and that people can actually see what goes on and how these well, you relate. Know, on that note, uh, Saturday night during the parade event downtown, we had the Vendor Village mm -hmm. and um, there was a little boy with autism whose mother brought him up to meet one of the miniature horses and the mother called the girl, Bentley, several times that had Parley there and to, to comment on what an incredible change this made on this autistic young man mm -hmm. um, and that he never stopped talking about getting to meet the horse. Mm -hmm. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know, if out of 20,000 people that were downtown, uh, we managed to even just touch one, it would be incredible. But I have a feeling that we touched a lot more lives oh, than that. Oh, of course, with, of course. With, the, with the, you know, the number of horses and people mm -hmm. that interacted, mm -hmm. the ladies in mm -hmm. wheelchairs and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, little kids that just thought the whole thing was amazing, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I, I see how this horse could go on and, yeah. and be in a program that could certainly change well, lives. So what a wonderful thing for you to do. Yeah, and a gypsy vanner, you know, everybody says how much they cost and, 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 they, and all horses are expensive. And, and especially this little guy, um, this little guy probably when I look at him is probably valued between 10 and 15,000 you know, just as he is mm -hmm. when I look at him. But, you know, it isn't attainable for a lot of people. Right. So, and, and can you imagine, there's a lot of people that have dreams to have a horse but know that they couldn't. And, and, and this is a way to be able to touch people in a way that, that you couldn't even imagine. Well, with all your training expertise, maybe you can train my mini to not let my Mustang out of the round pen. <laughs> That's, that's usually pretty hard. It's a problem. <laughs> I came out this morning yeah. and the Mustang is on the loose, running around the field. We just got the one minute sign from the boss. So it's time to wrap it up. But um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, lots going on in the horse world. And uh, you know, even when we see some of the bad things going on, some of the bad apples, we're always hoping that something good comes out of that. And I hope it's certainly here at the Horse Talk Show is uh, that's the case, that the, you know, that the good rises up and, uh, and that the horse world improves. And we're very thankful that you tuned in and um, mm -hmm. we're gonna have lots more coming for you over the next few days on social media. We're always keeping up with the horse news. But 
whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around. Until next time. When you bring your taxes to Liberty Tax, we'll handle it. No matter what you throw at us, no matter what you need, no matter what. And we're so confident we'll do a great job. You'll want to bring us your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers. You may even want to bring us everyone in the world. But please don't. We're not staffed for that. Liberty Tax. Bring it. We'll handle it.